Ron Paul Institute for Peace and Prosperity welcomes you to Five Minutes, Five Issues. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, I am Adam Dick, a Ron Paul Institute Senior Fellow. Let's start. Issue one. Dana Beth Solomon reported Thursday at Reuters that Mexico's Secretary of Tourism, Enrique de Madrid, says he urges the Mexican states of Baja California and Catano Roo to move ahead with legalizing marijuana. Such action would be in line with developments to the north, where legalization has been approved in nine American states, Vermont this week being the latest, plus D.C., and where a countrywide legalization plan is moving forward in Canada. Issue 2 Speaking this week with host Neil Cavuto at Fox Business, Andrew Napolitano laid out some legal matters concerning the tension between so-called sanctuary cities and the United States government's effort to crack down on illegal immigration. Napolitano, who is the Fox News senior judicial analyst, as well as a Ron Paul Institute advisory board member, explains that the U.S. government cannot compel local police and local governments to help the U.S. government enforce U.S. immigration laws. At the same time, says Napolitano, Local police and local governments can commit crimes by actively frustrating U.S. law enforcement. Napolitano, though, predicts that local governments will start cooperating if the U.S. government in the future makes such cooperation a condition for receiving money from the U.S. government. Indeed, the tactic has long been a favorite means to smother state and local government efforts to go their own way. Issue 3 a new poll by NBC News and The Wall Street Journal suggests that 60% of surveyed individuals support marijuana legalization in their states. This result is not surprising. As I mentioned in the October 28th episode of 5 Minutes 5 Issues, a Gallup poll showed legalization support at a similar 64% in October. What may surprise many people is the response to the new poll's query of which substance is the most harmful to a person's overall health, tobacco, alcohol, sugar, or marijuana. Marijuana was selected as the most harmful by the smallest group of people, 9%. Sugar was deemed most harmful by 21% of surveyed individuals. Alcohol and tobacco were chosen respectively as the most harmful by 24 and 41%. These new polling results provide yet more indication of the powerful force public opinion will be in support of further rolling back marijuana prohibition in America. Issue 4 Andrew Bacevich wrote Wednesday at the American Conservative regarding the U.S. government's new national defense strategy document that he calls, in essence, a brief for increasing the size of the U.S. military budget. In his article, Bacevich makes a very interesting observation about a declaration in the National Defense Strategy that the surest way to prevent war is to be prepared to win one. Basevich writes, That claim is not without merit, yet preparedness to fight is not the only way to prevent war, is certainly not the cheapest, and may not be the most effective. One alternative worth exploring is to use nonviolent approaches to reducing threats to America's security and well-being. Instead of more expensive weapons, try more creative diplomacy. Yet that approach would entail actually formulating a strategy. This is what Nixon did in the 1970s with his opening to China. 
and Reagan did the following decade when he found common ground with Gorbachev. Both initiatives were not without risk, but the risks paid off. Issue 5 John Mark Manak reports at The Intercept that the National Security Agency altered the presentation of its core values on its website this month. Among the changes, the agency that is largely responsible for carrying out the U.S. government's mass surveillance program no longer includes honesty as a core value. An article at Reason, further examining this development, has the perfect headline, NSA Gets Honest About Its Lack of Honesty. That's a wrap. Transcripts of 5 Minutes, 5 Issues episodes, including links to related information, are at the Ron Paul Institute blog. Three, two, one.